For your sports talk fix every day from four to six is Scalzo and Brust. For your sports talk fix every day from four to six is Scalzo and Brust. For your sports talk fix every day from four to six is Scalzo and Brust. For your sports talk fix every day from four to six is Scalzo and Brust. Live from the Gruber Law Office's One Call Ooh. That's All Studios at the it's Avenue. Party, baby. This is Scalzo and Brust. Ooh. Presented by Bud Light it's a party, baby. on 94.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. It's a party, baby. Woo! It's a party, baby. Happy Thursday! Welcome to Scalzo and Russ across ESPN Wisconsin presented by the world's greatest beer, Bud Light. Josh gave me permission to say the world's greatest beer, Bud Light. Now I realize I should have maybe skipped out on today after the Badgers lost to Ohio State. <clears throat> yeah. Woof. That groan. Woof. That woof that you also hear is Alex Drove back again in for Greg Scalzo. Josh DiMaggio running the show. Do we have the boringest producer in the world? Now we have the most interesting producer no, in the world, Alex go. G. Good vibes. Three-nip G, our professional ultimate Frisbee player for the yeah. Madison Radicals. Like the crew we got today. Josh DiMaggio is not thrilled, though. Lot Strong of, crew today. A lot of immaturity, for sure. Like, I'll, I'll own that. I'm a little slap happy right now. 800-990-3776. I'm going to want to hear from you, the Scalzo and Brust family, as news continues to unfold and what a lot of you are wishing for is coming toward the forefront. More reports this morning on Get Up from Diana Rossini, Tom Pellicero. <laughs> Things are moving in the Aaron Rodgers world. But I got to start here before we get to that. Alex Strofe, man, get it together. If hey, I can't, Benny. I just heard I just heard Gabe Neitzel say right before us on Homer and Tony on 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee, he's not ready for the Aaron Rodgers air to end. I'm really not ready for the Aaron Rodgers air to end. I think this is the last time I'll be able to wear my Aaron Rodgers Packers jersey, Ben. Well, I mean... Tomorrow still could happen. The sun will come out tomorrow. After the tomorrow's snow. only one day away. Um, yeah, yeah. He coming down. Alex drove I think right the now. outside weather is an indication of how I'm feeling. Yeah, he's wearing a a really smooth like white Green Bay Packers original jersey. The nice twelve green and gold stripes on the sleeves, collar, classic collar with the NFL logo, and it, it's a great looking jersey. And yeah. I, I can tell he's grieving. He's sad. Yeah, it's. I think it's, you. Uh, speak it's going to be lifted into the. It's going to be lifted into the ESPN Madison rafters after he's traded. But the crazy thing is that I think you speak for a lot of Packer fans that are understanding that this is part of the part of the business. Like they can be uh, emotional about Aaron Rodgers leaving and also like yeah. wish he was coming back. He still may come back. There's a small chance, but no one's closed the 100%. Yeah, yeah, look, I I think I don't know that I am uh, representative of a lot of Packers fans, right? I think a lot of the texts, the tweets, the phone calls we've taken over the last two months, it you seems like a remember, lot of people, you including remember. yesterday, forget text, are forget, over Aaron Rodgers. Forget calls. Like, there is a majority of the fan base, right, Like that doesn't 
get into the point of like rage where they're done with it, right? Like there are people who sure. who will watch Packer games on Sunday and will watch on Sunday even if they aren't yeah. watching everything in the news and say to themselves, "Man, it's like I miss seeing 12 out there." And even those who are who are sure. rooting for love, I think will could very much have that moment 4 to 6 weeks into the season. Yeah, I, I think you're right about that. And obviously, I'll cheer for love, right? I, I'm cheering for victories. We talked a lot about this yesterday. You know, I want to I want to see a team win. But at the end of the day, I still think Aaron Rodgers in 2023 gives the Packers a better chance to win than Jordan Love. So I'm disappointed, right? 18 years in Green Bay. It's not easy to go through a breakup after 18 years, Ben. This reminds me of when my mom and my dad sat me down back in 2005 and said, Hey, buddy, it's not your fault. We're getting divorced, right? This is what it reminds me of. It's very saddening. I'm very depressed today. 800 <laughs> Looking for any therapists out there offering free consultation Please. for Alex Strofe on the airwaves? That got deeper than I thought. Holy crap, Josh. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was hoping maybe yeah, we th- got three there weeks eventually. after Aaron Rodgers was drafted. Three weeks after Aaron Rodgers was drafted. I mean, I remember where I was when my parents got divorced, but I never thought I would ever bring it back to Aaron Rodgers. But here we are. Today, 800-990-3776. We're not looking for therapy advice from you, Ron and McKee, but welcome into Scalzone Brust. <laughs> nor, nor, would I, nor would I give it to you. I was good enough, child, that my parents stayed together. Anyways. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> this, show, this show, that's what you get. This show doesn't know what Aaron Rodgers will do. But what this show knows is gambling. And I think the way to bring you guys out of it, there's all kinds of conference tournaments going on. Go back to your roots. I want to hear live in-show betting on Scalzo and Brust. Uh, Thank you for the call, Ron. Unfortunately, I already stole $10 for Alex Stroh yesterday. We uh, live. Let's run it back. We live bet during the show from five thirty to the six o'clock uh, th- last thirty minutes of the show. The over under was fourteen and a half points scored by the Wisconsin Badgers. I was on the under. Strofe was on the over. And here's the yeah. thing. Here's the yeah. thing, Strofe. You may have felt like you got hustled. Ohio State at the point in which we ended our bet oh, had eighteen points. They got over the Badgers over. And you were wondering why the Badgers weren't favored. And I said exhibit A. Well, I know why now. Yeah. yeah, I know why now. Look, we're burying the lead here, Benny. They needed you last night. They needed you. I got a text from Ben Bruss last night about 9 p.m. He said, look at me. I scored more than the Badgers in my men's league. Now, Joshie, get this. I didn't know this. Maybe you did. They actually keep real stats and have real box scores for his men's league. So he sends me a, a screenshot of the box score last night. Let me just read it for everybody curious out there. Ben Bruss total. Uh, he took 33 shots, ball hog, uh, finished with 53 points, 19 rebounds, 10 assists. That was his way of humbly bragging he had a triple-double 50, in his men's 53 league 53 on night, so. 33 is efficient. <sighs> Nine of it is, I'm, not, I'm not saying it was inefficient. 12, 18, I never said it was inefficient. On the team. You're just a ball hawk. You're just a ball hawk. Whoa. For all those people that took the over on Ben Bruss bragging about his men's league basketball a bunch of, against a bunch of guys with beer bellies, that's that's rude to the league, Josh. Yeah, I bet I could put up 30 in this league. No problem. <laughs> I haven't dribbled a basketball in four years. I don't think you could dribble a basketball standing still. Yeah. Brust. If I took 33 shots, I'm getting 30 points. 33 shots, you ball hog. 
I would spread love... The, spread the wealth. You should have 20 assists. I would love to have <laughs> the best him player the on that floor. This would be so fun. I don't think he'd score over Guess the parents. Five. Come on. Come on. <laughs> I'm not even I would joking. score at least 10. I'm, I'm in double digits by the end of the first half. Unfortunately, this league has too much... Enough of this dumb league. Credibility that bringing Alex Doofus... Credibility? To... You scored 50... Th- you shot the ball 33 times with credibility. As we all try and cope for Alex Strofe, Adam and Madison chimes in. Look at the bright side, Strophe. With J-Love out there, we get a chance to see what Lafleur's offense looks like. When he calls the plays... The plays are going to get ran. Aaron does too much changing yeah. of the play and holding the ball, trying for the home run play where Love will drop back and let the pill fly. Wow, Adam and Ooh. Madison using Joshi DiMaggio's pill sling in a way for Jordan Love. And for those who missed it, Jordan Love videos are on the internet, uh-huh. baby. Josh DiMaggio oh, yeah, they are. tweeting MVP to a, uh, I forget who posted it, but it was Jordan Love offseason highlights. And let me tell you right now, I consider myself a quarterback guru. Oh, okay. He wasn't putting oh, him God. in the breadbasket, Joshy. You will agree with yes, that. Yes, he was. Dude, Joshy it's, even agreed It's with called me. throwing away from the defender. <laughs> yeah. Have with, you heard with, of it? <laughs> no defenders in the receiver putting yeah. his hands out mm-hmm. to a specific area. And then going back, because Jordan, yes, as you as you mentioned, Josh, saw the safety uh, like Casper the Ghost coming in. Yes. And he wanted to protect uh, you know, Romeo Dobbs coming on the slant. Definitely appreciate that. Uh, 800-990-3776. Look, today's been uh, full of reports, right? It's report, report, report. No different than any other week, other than the fact that we're getting to a place in which it's more tangible and more realistic that Aaron Rodgers will become a New York Jet. Jason Wildey mentioned it's an 85% chance on his show when Homer joined them. Mark Tauscher joined us yesterday on Scalzone Brust, and he said, you know what? I'm not 85%, but I'm pretty dang close to that. Like, I'm as close as I've ever been. And then Tom Pellicero's talking, and Josh, let's just hear from Tommy. Because this is, this is the most powerful thing I've heard all Tommy, day. here is what we know right now about Aaron <laughs> Rodgers and the Jets. A contingent of Jets officials flew to California on Tuesday to meet with Rodgers as he continues to sort out his future plans. The Jets want Aaron Rodgers to be their quarterback. They have thought through what it would take in terms of the draft pick compensation, as well as what they would do with the contract. And if Aaron Rodgers comes to the Packers and says that he wants to be traded, then they are open to working with him on that deal. What has not happened as of this exact moment is Aaron Rodgers telling the Packers or the Jets what his intentions are. He holds the keys to this with a nearly $60 million fully guaranteed compensation for 2023 and effective veto power over any deal that might happen. Rodgers himself has only said publicly that he has been thinking about all options in terms of continuing to play in Green Bay, being traded, and potentially even retiring. So this is this part of the story is no different that it's all in Aaron Rodgers' hands. But the interesting part as well is feeling like the Jets and the Packers are at a place where before Woody Jay and the crew went out to California to talk to Aaron Rodgers, the Packers and the Jets were at a place in which like they're pretty close to the terms. It's on A Rodgers to make the decision, and that is exactly why Alex Strofe is sitting here. With a Green Bay Packers Aaron Rodgers 12 jersey on because he can feel the end. 
Yeah, I mean, the end is near, right? I, I, I'm officially ready to call it past tense. The Aaron Rodgers era was fun in Green Bay, right? It was very fun, but it is over. And look, I, I'm, I'm, I'm actually annoyed, right? I usually don't get annoyed with Aaron Rodgers for what he does say or what he doesn't say, but I am annoyed today about what he hasn't said. Mm-hmm. And that is the fact that he hasn't said he's playing yet. Right? Tom Palacero is going on NFL Network and making a damn fool of himself because everybody in the world knows Aaron Rodgers, for the last two months since the football season ended, has not talked like a guy that's going to retire. Right? He contemplated it in day three of his darkness retreat, but we all know, we all know very well, Aaron Rodgers will be playing football in 2023. And I'm about 98% confident it will be for the New York Jets. It's just a matter of time until that becomes official. I am a little annoyed that we don't know he's playing yet because he is playing. We all know it, but we don't know it. If that makes sense at all. Joshy on Twitter, at Scalzo and Brust, at Alex underscore Strofe. Is that it? I mean, he'll figure it out. That's correct. Well done. Mentioned that this feels, Aaron Rodgers going to the Jets potentially, feels like when his parents set him down to tell him they were getting a divorce. Do you feel the same about watching Aaron Rodgers potentially go to the Jets? <laughs> we will put that on the Scalzo and Brust Twitter poll on Twitter, at Scalzo and Brust. Uh, I want to hear from the Scalzo and Brust family because reports are basically saying some of those terms that Pelissero just mentioned is that the Jets are really only looking to move a second-round pick. Would you be okay as a Packers fan if you got rid of Aaron Rodgers and only got a second-round pick in return? I personally think that's whack. 800-990-3776. We'll talk about that more and hear from you, the Scalzo and Bruss family, next. You're listening to Bud Light Scalzo and Brust. I am the most dense individual on the planet. Subscribe to the Scalzo and Brust podcast free on the Wisconsin On Demand app and wherever you get your podcasts. On Scalzo and Brust, presented by the world's greatest beer, Bud. Joshy's working on a fantastic poll on Twitter <laughs> at Scalzo. And I, I gotta proofread it now again. Yeah, triple check. There's a there's a lot uh-huh. going on in this poll. Basically, it stems from the <laughs> fact that Alex Strofe feels like Aaron Rodgers leaving to the Packers reminds him when his parents told them they were getting a divorce. Well, you recovered recovered from that too, didn't you? Oh yeah, I'm I'm doing fine. I'm doing great. I'm doing dandy. Both my parents are doing well. I'm not. I I think I'm being misrepresented. It's going to be a tough part of this divorce with Aaron Rodgers, just like it was with the parents. Well, no, I just. I just feel like when Aaron Rodgers is getting wine and dined by another team, it's like oh. Wow, it's like when this Chris. Really it's like when Chris's O Town's like, uh, best friend yeah. was taking his uh, then wife out on the town. They're hanging yeah, out. I don't know. I think it was a little bit more graphic than that. They were just hanging out, right? Well, yeah. Uh, out of respect to Chris and O Town, I only rip them in full when he calls in. Uh, that is their official. Don't you call him the official? The- Official and official infidelity victim of Scalzo and right. But when I I try not to bring it up, you know, out of respect to him. Until he calls. I thought it was adultery victim, but infidelity sounds a little bit better. Yeah, adultery is a little anyway. strong. 800-990-3776. Let's go to Tom in McGuanago. Tom, welcome into Scalzo and Brust. If the Packers only got a second-round pick for Aaron Rodgers to the Jets, what would you feel? I'm totally okay with it. You know, I was listening at the tail end of last hour with TVV, 
and he talks about Jordan Love in Detroit. What I can't get out of my head is the championship game against Tampa. We get three turnovers. We get a few yards, no points. Third and six, Aaron's whining and blaming the coach because he didn't make anything of it. And on the fourth down, we kick a field goal. I'm a Packer lover, not a Rodgers hater. Best of luck to you, Aaron. Don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way out. Thank you for the call. Sounds like a Rogers hater. <laughs> I tried. I tried to like. I knew it was going there, right? I'm a Packers lover, not a Rogers hater. See you later, Aaron. I don't like you. I wish you would have gone with "Don't let the door hit you" or "The Good Lord split you." Yeah, like, that so, one's like better. something very sweet. I uh-huh. was waiting for something sweet, but he was just like, "Nope, I actually hate him." I'm gonna try. I blew yeah. my own cover. Eight hundred nine nine zero thirty seven seventy six. That is the ESPN Wisconsin talk and text line, and. Look, I feel like it would be malpractice. Like at, at, at this point, right? This is a, this is really going to stem on Jordan Love. Like he better be good because the fact of the matter is, the Packers extended Aaron Rodgers last year because they didn't believe in Jordan Love, and they put themselves in a situation where they couldn't ship him away for the boatload of picks. Similar, you could say they would have gotten something similar or more than Russell Wilson got going to Denver, and now you're telling me a year later. You're willing to sell low because there's eight and nine after the back-to-back MVP seasons? To me, that is that's a horrible look for Goot. That's a lot of tr- that's a lot of pressure for Jordan Love as well. Yeah, no doubt about it, right? And when when you look at the co- the possible compensation, we should say at this point, right? It's just like uh, it, it, revisionist history, right? Looking back, if you're going to trade Aaron Rodgers, I wish they would have done it. I don't know. After his first MVP season, the thing is, like I, I know, like it's revisionist history, but I think it's fair to look at general managers' decisions based off what they've done in the past, because that's how you have to grade the sure. general manager in our lives, yeah. right? It's a little bit different. Like we, like we can learn from it. Unfortunately, this is this is like a business. This isn't like Goot making a mistake in his personal life and learning from it. This is the Green Bay Packers organization. So to know yeah. what they could have got. And to know if they only trade him for a second round pick, again, this isn't this hasn't happened, but that is what the Jets are rumored to be offering. And if right. terms He's are already set, that. Aaron Rodgers is gonna want that. You know why? Because he's going to the Jets. He doesn't want them to lose their first round pick. No, you're right about that. You're and I I think Rodgers, uh, in, in Aaron Rodgers' fashion, may try to make this as difficult as possible, but he may not, right? He may not. I I don't know what he's going to do. But looking at Goody as a whole, right, when you grade his resume, uh, it ain't that impressive, right? He's he's had a few low risk, high reward signings, but this the way he's handled this Rodgers thing, what is what do you grade him over the course of his Aaron Rodgers has, has, has had control over Goot because when he didn't have control, he gained control by playing well and then having Goot give him a contract in which now he's like, well, I might want to leave, and that puts the Packers in a situation where they're not going to get as much back than they would have if Goot would have just three hundred sixty six like, days later. By yeah, the way, I, I know that's a, that's I, I really hope that what they see in in Jordan Love is what Packer fans. I, I love this though. I can't. I can't wait to see the, how this unfolds because you know what these these first couple games is gonna be even bigger than when Aaron Rodgers took over oh, for Jordan yeah. Love because at least with Aaron Rodgers there was more buzz in the air. Like there's an uncertainty oh, about sure. Jordan Love that will keep Packer fans on the edge of their seat. Uh, we officially have the pullout on Twitter at Scalzo and Brust 
Alex Drove just said Aaron Rodgers getting traded to the Jets. Uh, well, he didn't get officially traded to the Jets, but we're, yeah. I'm fine with it. Feels like when his parents told him they were getting a divorce. Are you as sad about Aaron Rodgers getting traded as Alex Strofe? Right now, bud, early, you're getting killed here. 80% of the people say no, they are not as sad as you. So I See think, what I mean? You said earlier that I was an indication of where Packers fans are at. Right. I don't think that's true. You're, you're right. I don't and, think that's true. I think, even, I even think I'm one of the few. Co- first caller of the day says, I'm not an Aaron Rodgers hater. I'm a Packers lover. But don't let the door hit you what? on the way out, Aaron. 800-990-3776. We'll go to Carl in Gleason. Carl, apparently you're not a Rodgers hater. You got to prove me wrong. No, I am not. No, I am not a Rodgers hater. But good luck. Have fun. So anyway, I just think that this conversation. No, the conversation I think would be a lot different right now if Aaron Rodgers had included those young receivers in his inner circle throughout the summer. All right. I, I, I appreciate the perspective, Mark, but I've heard countless, countless Green Bay Packers and players that have played in the NFL outside of Green Bay Packers that have never played for the Packers who have said, look, Aaron's close to 40. The guys who just got drafted are 18, 19, 20-year-old close to that, right? In no way, shape, or form would they ever be in Aaron Rodgers' inner circle after six months of getting to know each other on the football field. If he would, if you know, I'll take the argument of if he would have been at OTAs, it would help the help the Packers grow a little bit, right? Some sort of percentage in terms of Aaron Rodgers' play on the football field with the wide receivers. I'll take that, but that's not the they're never they were never going to be in the inner circle of Aaron Rodgers due to life. That's just how it works. Well, first off. First off, I'm pretty sure he was kidding when he said they should be in his inner circle. He's just I wasn't going to stop him. He was rolling. Yeah. I was passionate. That's that's where you just got to let him go. There's a lot of things that go right by me that I just... (laughs) Strofe, if we picked out everything that went over his head, we'd be here all day. 90% of the audience realized that was over my head. There's 10% that are as dumb as me (laughs) that didn't, you know... And they were like, yeah, he's right about that. Well said, Betty, yeah. A guy from Gleason's hanging up, listening, laughing at, like, the fact that he's making a joke, (laughs) and I'm like, roar! Aaron's not hanging out with the young guys. But I I am sick of that narrative. I gotta be honest. The OTAs one, like if he's there for two weeks of uh you know voluntary OTA, does it really move the needle from eight wins to thirteen? Kristen Watson so. catches right? that passes and a change pass and it changed the whole season. Yeah, he's not shaking in his boots uh, yeah. because he's Josh. got a relationship yeah, yeah. with Aaron. Yep. Uh, uh, by tough. the way, Josh was kidding there as well. Josh was kidding there as well. <laughs> just so you know. Uh my my favorite part about all of this is Greg Scalzo said it best, right? For all the people that say Aaron Rodgers should have been at OTAs, why yeah. isn't Matt LaFleur at the Combine? Wouldn't that help Bingo. make the team .001% better, right? That's the same thing Absolutely. we're looking at Aaron Rodgers for and calling him out. 800-990-3776. Let's go to our guy Mark in Janesville. Mark, welcome in to Scalzo and Brust. I see win-win here. You're going to have to sell me hard. Hey, fellas. So I think it's a win-win for both, honestly. One, this whole thing adds to the the Aaron Drummers factor in, the, in all the drama that surrounds Aaron all the time. Um, I think it benefits Goody and the Packers because now he's had this uh, little luncheon or whatever it was with the Jets, and now he can see. It was a steak the dinner. There might, they they might need to ask for a hand check at that dinner. Right, but Goody and the transparency. So he feeds to Rodgers a little more. 
gives them that transparency, and then Rodgers can see that the grass isn't greener on the other side, possibly. I think that's fair. I, I actually really like that perspective, Mark. Thank you for like, the call. Like, Woody J and the Jets could wine and dine him, and Aaron's smart enough to know, right, like if this is Aaron's decision – he ultimately gets to think, you know, they could have sold me on whatever they wanted. They could they they could have done everything right, but ultimately if he feels like he still has a better chance to come back to Green Bay and he can live with the fact that he might not be the most loved person in the locker room and in the front office, he could still come back to Green Bay if he doesn't like what happened with the Jets and that's why we heard from Tom Pelissero yeah. earlier. He said there there could potentially be terms already in place between the Jets and the Packers. But Aaron's still got a side that he wants to go to the Jets. And when you say it out loud, right, like, they haven't made the playoffs in 12 years. He's got to convince himself that he can do something with the franchise that hasn't made the playoffs in 12 years. Yeah, look, I think on paper, you know, you, you have about an equal offense. I don't know that I'd sit here and say the Jets are, are totally better than them. Defensively, I think they're a little bit better than Green Bay, and, and they're much younger, so I think they have that to their advantage. But I want to go back to something Mark said. And, he's, and he said that, he viewed it as a win-win for both sides. I don't necessarily see it that way, but I do think Brian Gutekunst views this as a win-win for the Packers, right? One way or another, you're going to have uh, uh, what in Brian Gutekunst's mind, I'm not saying this, but in Goody's mind is a very good quarterback under center, right? You either bring back Aaron Rodgers somehow, some way, which I don't really see being viable at this point, but in Goody's world, it's a lot different than mine. So if Rodgers is there, it's a win. And if Jordan Love is starting, it's also a win for Goody because that was his pick. That was his legacy pick. He he traded up in 2020 to go get him. Now we get to see him. I think Goody might still view this as a win-win no matter what happens with Aaron Rodgers. Well, that's part of it. It goes back to, like, the is that strategy a good strategy because it doesn't feel like a strategy, but he's going to roll with it. 800-990-3776. Jack and Madison, welcome into Scalzo and Bruss. Would you be okay with a second-round pick? Hell no! Absolutely, positively no, no. I, I no. agree. If he commits to two, if he, gentlemen, if he commits to two years, and that's the key, if he commits to beyond one year, if he commits to two years, they desperately, absolutely, positively need a first round pick. But yep. if he only commits to one year and they give up a second round pick, what part of that salary is New York going to pick up on? I mean, the owner's got more money than he knows what to do uh, do with out there. So that's... I don't, I don't know how you don't get a, at least a first round pick, minimum a first round pick. If he commits to two years, and I think if he's if he's heard everything that they've delivered to him when they came out to you know, wine and dine him and refine him and hang out with Jimmy G and all his girlfriends, whatever whatever took place in the hangar, who knows? <laughs> Look, you got to get at least a first round pick for the guy if he commits to two years. It would be a horrible look. It would be a horrible look if they don't get a first because of oh, what they were able to get uh, if they for traded the while. Rodgers was high. Like, I look at this as, like, me making mistakes trading the stock market, right? Like, I have an asset. It's really good. Oh, my. Didn't sell when it was high. Held on too long. It's going to go to the moon. And now you're trying to trade something that might be around, might not. And I lost and didn't get as much as I should have. That's what the Packers are potentially doing here with Rodgers. 800-990. Personal trauma is better than the stock market. Tend to when it agree. comes to analogies. Tend, tend, tend to agree. <laughs> he says that's not a personal trauma as yeah, well. They, they, they both tie together. Keep the phone lines uh, rolling here, 800-990-3776. I see you, Jake. I see you, Benji. I see all of you as well. We'll keep hitting the calls here. This is Scalzone Brust, presented by the world's greatest beer, Bud Light, talking Aaron Rodgers. And if you would be upset 
if they only got a second-round pick for Aaron if he went to the Jets. You're listening to Bud Light, Scalzo, and Russ. I just picture uh, Ben in his gamer get. chair, playing video games, yelling to his guys. <laughs> yeah. And meanwhile, there's this poor 80-year-old woman who's got a broken arm, scared to go back out right. and figure he out yells out, trash out. Hey, old lady, suck it up! <laughs> Subscribe to the Scalzo and Brust podcast free on the Wisconsin On Demand app and wherever you get your podcasts. Here on Scalzo and Russ, presented by the world's greatest beer, Bud Light. Ben Russ here, along with Alex Strofe, Josh DiMaggio, running the show. Hearing from you, the Scalzo and Russ family, is reports from Tom Pelissero on the NFL Network, Diana Rossini earlier on Get Up, talking about how, you know, they're confident. Diana's confident that the Jets feel like they did the best they could with Aaron Rodgers. Pelissero says there may be terms already agreed to, but it's up to Aaron. Some of those terms have been rumored that the Jets are only able to give a second-round pick. How do you feel about that? 800-990-3776. Let's go to Benji and Madison, the official unofficial educator of the youth. Not just of life, of the youth. The elementary educator. What do you got, Benji? That's correct. Yeah, it's a great song that Althea, you were just playing. Um, yeah, you know, let's look at Goody's last two drafts, right? Um, he or it, he uh, is it was it three years ago, right? He moves up to get Love, and he gets Deguara yep. and A. Dillon, right? And last year, mm-hmm. he gets a couple of you know boneheaded dudes from Georgia, then panics. And wastes his second second round pick to move up to get Christian Washington, who, who he could have gotten with one of the first round picks, right? So he's already wasted this, and now all he's gonna he's getting fleet big time. I mean, all look what John Schneider did in Seattle. Look how many you know draft picks they got, players they got back. They understood what they were doing. They, like you all were saying, I completely agree. They should have done this last year. They could have gotten a haul. You know, the Seattle, they didn't know what they had behind Russell Wilson. That, But, you know, they knew it wasn't going to be horrible. Well, I think I, nobody even knows what Jordan Love's going to do. It's going to be like, you know, and, you know, I hate to say it, but Green Bay is one of the whitest sort of like places on earth. You're bringing in a quarterback who hasn't had a ton of uh, a ton of experience and people are going to put a ton of uh, pressure on that guy. Thank Thanks you for, for the call. call. Benji, we love you. Thank you for uh, educating the youth. Uh, Josh, he hit his time limit. That is uh, not a personal I thing. gave him 10 seconds extra. Yeah, it's, it's, it's normally 130. I can confirm you hit 141, actually 11 seconds. Um, to your earlier point about why would you draft Christian Watson in the first round – because they got him in the second round, you know. <laughs> That's the only thing I can really say. There. I'm, I'm really confused about that. Um, he said he said he wasted his second round draft pick to trade just, up just, just to get Christian Watson that. in the second round. The, the next part is John Schneider Lost. was able to get a lot of draft picks, but like let's not like it, if if Denver knew that Geno Smith was that good, I guarantee they're not giving 
that much away even for Russell Wilson, right? Like it like that's 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 even more of a hindsight situation in my opinion. Yeah, and it, Russell Wilson has never once threatened retirement. Aaron Rodgers has now done that 3 years in a row. And also exactly like the the, the Jets don't know like an earlier caller said if well if he's going to commit to 2 years, as soon as he said that I was like Look what we've been dealing with over the last three years. You think he's going to go to the Jets and commit for two years? He's he can't even commit to a a, a significant other for two years. That's that's a big ask. Eight hundred nine nine zero thirty seven seventy six. Let's go to Jake in Milwaukee. Jake, welcome into Scalzone Brust. I think it's ridiculous if the if the Green Bay Packers get a second round draft pick for for uh, Aaron Rodgers. He's worth a first round draft pick. If I found the Packers. And the Jets said that's the best they can do. I can tell them to go kick rocks and find another quarterback because, I mean, the Jets have been irrelevant for 11 years and the Packers haven't. So the Packers should demand a first-round first round draft pick period and end the discussion if they don't want to give up uh, anything else. Yeah, and, and, Thank I, you for and the I, call. Think, I think that's a fair way to look at it, right, from an actual business-like standpoint, from a trade, what are you going to get, what, what is it worth? I agree. But you got to remember, part of this is we got to think back a week ago, right? What was what was the narrative a week ago, Strofe? It was they're done with Aaron, right? The draft yep. rumors was that this week? Was that Rich Eisen on Monday? I think it was. This yeah, it week. was earlier this week. But it also it all began it all last began, week Tuesday yeah, yeah. with Brian Gutekunst at the combine. Yeah, correct. And then Rich Eisen talked about those rumors from that week, and it was oh man, everyone I talked to, you know, they don't. <laughs> They're hoping he retires or or wants to play somewhere else, right? And 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 that's where yeah. that's where I think it would be malpractice to not get more than a second round. But I'm not the GM, and I think they're so sick of Aaron Rodgers, they're willing to maybe take a loss on the draft pick just to get him out of the organization. Yeah, no, I I I, I don't necessarily agree with that. If I'm Brian Gutekunst, I'm going to be stubborn as hell, as he always is, right? Okay. Brian Gutekunst is a guy who never admits he's wrong. It'd be stubborn as hell about this, get a first-round pick. Look, I just want to read this to you real quick before we get to another call. Uh, Rich Chimini, who covers the Jets for ESPN, just tweeted this out a, a couple minutes ago. Jets quarterback history versus Aaron Rodgers. Jets have never had a quarterback win an MVP. They have had one all-pro quarterback one year, ever. Aaron Rodgers has done it four times, right? The Jets quarterbacks have always been stinky since the Joe Namath era, and Mark Sanchez had one good year before the butt fumble, right? Like, if you want a franchise quarterback, you have to pay up for it, even if it's a one-year rental. What? You told me before we get to more calls, I want to read a tweet letting everyone know that the Jets have never had a good quarterback. That's basically what happened. Exactly. Right. (laughs) So pay up for them. That's my point, Ben. Pay up for the quarterback. But that's it's the thing. They may not and they've have already to. invested. They've already they've already invested in an offense. You're, Their defense is what do they need ask, in the first you're round? You're asking the Jets to give up more capital than they may have to. If I'm the Jets, I'm not trying to give up more than I have to. If the Packers are willing to take a second round pick because they're they just want Aaron off their off well, their feet. I think look, we're discounting like clearly. Go ahead, Josh. They're, we're discounting how much Aaron Rodgers and David Dunn, his agent, are playing into the compensation factor of this. Aaron Rodgers, if if Goody says, I demand a first-round pick, Aaron Rodgers says, guess what? I'm retiring. That's end of story. Correct. That's all it takes. And that screws the Packers. Right. He's got the leverage. But we... Sir, to a degree, right? But No. no it's not all... to any... Like, to every degree. Yeah. 
But does, does anybody actually want to sit here and believe that Aaron Rodgers is going to retire and actually stick to that? No, but he can screw them by saying, I'm retired and making them pay out the amount of money that he's owed if he retires. Like, his leverage isn't just a threat. There is a monetary issue with him retiring as a Green Bay Packer. But you have to keep this in mind, and I think this is a point we've buried, and that is the fact that there is a deadline on this, right? The Jets, if they if they are com- comfortable and confident they're not going to re-sign Mike White or stick with Zach Wilson or whoever, Woof. March 15th, which is six days from today, is the opening of free agency, and they're going to miss out on any mediocre, middle-of-the-pack the quarterback that maybe they would want to sign and bring in if they're still gunning after Aaron Rodgers. So, yeah, you're right on the Packers side of things, but the Jets have a deadline here, too, because they're, if Aaron Rodgers, if that plan doesn't work out for for them, they're stuck with Zach Wilson, who they clearly don't want to be their quarterback, and nobody in their locker room. We rifled off tons of tweets yesterday from players trying to recruit Aaron Rodgers. Which, there is a deadline which, on this, and it's in six days. Which is exactly why Aaron and his agent are going to work with the Jets to get it done quickly, and that would mean that the Packers are going to have to move on, even if it means they're not getting as much. Because otherwise, Aaron will just be like, all right, I didn't go to the Jets, so I'm going to screw you guys. You're going to pay me out, and I'm going to retire. Because that's how the contract that not, Goot put together was made. And then he could just come back and all you, this. You'd think he'd show a little bit more respect, right? Why? <laughs> but I, I get his business. The Packers, right? Krauss. <laughs> the, the, the Packers literally are saying, we don't want you. Why, why would he show respect to that? 800-990-3776. Quickly, John in Milwaukee, welcome into Scalzone Brust. Hey, good afternoon. Um, I agree with you guys. I would say the Packers should definitely try to get that first-round pick for Aaron Rodgers. Uh, the key player in this um, in this equation is Nate Hackett is his former offensive coordinator who he's like best friends with. And I know he, he wants Aaron Rodgers to be quarterback of that team. I would, I, I agree with that one. Other callers, you know, I wish Aaron Rodgers, you know, good luck and have fun in New York. I think that is the ideal place for him, but I definitely say, let's try to get that first round and as well as a, a conditional pick for the following year. Um, if not two second round picks, you got to, get something in return and maybe we can include in uh, Randall Cobb and Mercedes Lewis if if that makes it happen. Well, the, <laughs> That's what I would say. They weren't picked up, but I, I appreciate you trying <laughs> to help Aaron Rodgers get his boys to New York. <laughs> what I'm what I'm feeling right now is is Packer fans are getting excited about moving on from Aaron Rodgers, but now they're not okay with what the Packers may potentially get back because Goot gave a contract that gives Aaron Rodgers the leverage here. The Packers want their cake and to eat it too. That's what's going on right now. Um, I like. I'm I'm fascinated by the amount of people that want Aaron Rodgers gone, and now they're just like, well, no, no, like they they deserve it first. Well, it doesn't work like that. Let's go to Tom and Mo. Uh, oh, Winston Salem. Tom, welcome into Scalzone Brus. Great city. Hey guys, how you doing? Oh, love your accent. Hit Fantastic. me. Fantastic. Appreciate that. Born in Milwaukee, moved down here when I was nine years old. Cheesehead from birth, my friend. Oh. I, I don't it. know what I you said Winston other than cheesehead from area. somewhere, but I love it. <laughs> hey, listen, here's the deal. Adam Schefter, all these other guys think that they, you know, they're going to read Rogers' mind. Rogers is a diva, man, and he's he's playing everybody. I mean, Final Four, everything going on, and we're all busy talking about Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers ain't an idiot. Where in the world is he going to go? He's got a very short lifespan left in the NFL. And his only hope of maybe winning a championship is going to be in Green Bay. And he knows that. So why in the world would he go to New York, try to have to learn a whole new system, all new players, when in reality, I, I, I mean, I like the guy. He's a, he's a, 
uh, future Hall of Famer, and he played the whole freaking year with a broken thumb. And we were on a roll, man, the last part of the year. We were on a roll. A butter so roll. So I just time. don't see him. Sorry? A butter roll, baby, on a roll. Yeah, that was necessary. Yeah, but I, I just don't see I just don't see him packing bags and going to New York. I just don't see it. Thank you for the call. I, I, this is what Interesting. this show wow. has been preaching, Greg Scalzo and myself, right? Best best chance is, is the continuity, path of least resistance. But it's got the relationship's gotten to a point where <laughs> I mean, it's 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 not that easy anymore, right? Aaron, what was your it's a hostile sit-in. Yes. Right, if Aaron comes back to Green Bay at this point, it's going to feel like he's working at a place where everyone wants to punch him in the face every hall he turns. Uh, I, everyone keeps saying every Packer fan has said they think the best chance for Aaron Rodgers, for Aaron Rodgers to to end up calling what <laughs> to end for Aaron Rodgers. What's going to, on? So so I, let, <laughs> let, let me let me take you inside inside the show here. So there are times in which Josh DiMaggio will talk in Greg Scalzo and I's ear. And I wanted to see if he can handle it. Jen Latta was supposed to join the program next segment, so I tried to see if he was talk when he was talking if I could sneak in. Jen Latta moved to five fifty. <laughs> Keep talking is what I said, and he just. I not, said call it. I did the thing, you know, when you hear someone say a word and you like type it in a, th- yeah, in a yeah, text. Yeah, you type the text of what you hear and then you just started talking about your answer. <laughs> so I, I saw the phone lines were lined up and I just was going to say like we can keep we can keep taking calls because mm-hmm. we're moving Jen to the second hour of 550. Me. I totally did on purpose. You know that, right? <laughs> I don't even know what I was going to say. No, you don't. Right. 3776 uh, Love the perspective from everybody right now because – Everyone's feeling it, right? Alex Strofe, in his own way, has the Aaron Rodgers jersey on. He's sad. Other people ready to move on. But wait, I want I, I won't just take a second round pick, right? That like there's a battle amongst Packer fans in every which way. If they're sad about losing Aaron or if they're ready to lose Aaron, are they okay just getting a second round pick? 800 990 3776 We go back to you. The Scalzo and Brust family next, presented by Bud Light. You're listening to Bud Light, Scalzo, and Brust. Thumbs up or stupid. Yeah, emo- emojis can be hostile. Absolutely. Words hurt. Emojis can hurt. Subscribe to the Scalzo and Brust podcast free on the Wisconsin On Demand app and wherever you get your podcasts. Concrete news continues to, well, I got to be careful when I say that. More and more reports that are bringing the percentage chance of Aaron Rodgers not becoming a Green Bay Packer rise. Because we haven't heard from Aaron, and the decision still is Aaron's, whether you like it or not. He could blow up this entire show that we've done today, yesterday, this morning, and be like, you know what? Woody Johnson and everybody that met with me, I appreciate it. I'm going to become a Green Bay Packer this year still. And the Packers are stuck with him. They're not going to bench him. be a waste of an asset they're paying $60 million and a $30 cap hit for. 
800-990-3776. We'll keep it rolling. Let's go to Brian in South Milwaukee. Brian, if the Packers were offered a second-round pick for Aaron Rodgers by the Jets, would you do it? Not, not, not enough. No, no. Um, they need a first round this year, and then they need uh, another pick possibly next year. You know, obviously I'd like to keep him because he gives them the best chance to win now. Uh, but if they're moving down that road, then you need a first round this year and either like a second, third, maybe a fourth next year. Real quick, are, are you just, I, I just am curious, where are you at with it? Like, are, are you ready to move on from him? No, not necessarily. I'm not one of those fans that say just get rid of him. Um, but I you're mean, saying you want you want as winner. much as you can get if he's going. Absolutely, you have to. You'd be dumb not to. Thank yeah. you for the and thanks, call. Brian. And that like that's the well said. That's the crossroads we're at right now. Um, of if he's traded, people aren't going to be happy if it's if it's even if I swear to you, even if it's just a first round pick, people still won't be happy. And that's. That's on the high side right now of what's being reported by everyone in the NFL, unless I'm missing something. No, you're you're right about that, and it, it, I, I don't want to use the word concerning, right? Because I don't think that's necessarily the right word, but it is a little bothersome that it, that we're we're we know what's going to happen, right? Aaron Rodgers, maybe we don't at this point because maybe we thought the deal would already be done since the whining and dining 48 hours ago, but the fact that the Jets know what they want to offer, the Packers know what they want, and we're not going to meet in the middle. I agree with Brian. I think Brian nailed it right on the head. I want Aaron Rodgers back if he if he goes, so be it. Let's see Jordan Love, but maximize uh, the assets. The hard part about why they won't be able to maximize is twofold. A, Goody gave Aaron Rodgers the contract that he gave him last yeah, year. Absolutely. And B, Aaron Rodgers for the last three years hasn't been able to commit to the Green Bay Packers beyond a year. And so if... Aaron can't commit to the Jets beyond a year. The Jets aren't going to give give the farm away for someone where they can't, you know, they they can't continue to lose picks. They're going to need picks if Aaron Rodgers is only there a year because they haven't been very good. They haven't made the yeah. playoffs in twelve years. They have to protect your fran- their franchise as well. Ben, Joshy, correct me if I'm wrong, but I remember when Aaron Rodgers spoke after the contract extension last year, and he said he viewed it this way: he viewed it as one year and then two more years, and then a, and then a fourth year on the end, right? So. I know a lot has happened in a year, right? We've been talking about it all day. But but he but he viewed the contract breakdown as like a one-year commitment and then it's two more years of, of a commitment. Do you guys remember what I'm referring to or not? I don't. 800-990-3776. Let's go Somebody to will. Let's go to Eric in Green Bay. No, I mean, I think uh, before we get to Eric, I think he, he looked at it as like, I'm here this I'm here this year for sure. And I swear, to, I swear I heard something different. I swear I remember him saying like, and I will, you know, I thought it was like two I want to retire a Green Bay Packer, but this year was part of it, which is why, you know, again. But again, this is the Aaron Rodgers. This is why the, the like even the Jets are they're not gonna get a two year commitment. Because that that's something no, he right, can't do. Right, right out of the gates, absolutely not. Right. No, you're totally right about that. Eric and Green Bay, welcome into Scal Zone Brust. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I just, I, I think the biggest thing for me is I just have a hard time, obviously wrapping my head around the compensation, seeing what Russell went for two years ago, or sorry, last year. But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, you guys talked about too, like it's Rogers has kind of the ball in his court. He can say no. And right now there's only one team bidding. So it's kind of the Jets versus themselves and they can say, take it or leave it. And Rogers can say, I'll retire, you know, stay. So 
Yeah, and, and, the, the, and the hard part for the Packers as well is like they've reached the point of of no return almost, right? Like, like they're to the point where if Aaron's like, "Hey, I want to go to the Jets. Here's what they're offering. If if you guys do this, you you can get rid of me." Like he he literally right. could be like, right. "Goot, it's been a pleasure doing business, but this this circus yeah. ends. I know you want to see Jordan Love, and onwards we go moving forward. But that is a big risk." For Goot, 800-990-3776. Hold time, hold time. Pete and East Troy, how are you? Good, how are you guys? Doing good, what do you got? So, uh, you guys were talking Goot earlier, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, my problem with Goot is that he can't assess talent. And it goes all the way back to Devontae Adams and Bill O'Brien basically taking him to the woodshed twice because... He uh, didn't pay Tay early enough, so then when Bill O'Brien trades DeAndre Hopkins to Arizona, they reset the market, costing him $10 million per year. He then screws up the Bakhtiari resigning, and he should have resigned him earlier. And then he then uh, trades for Laramie Tunzel, Bill O'Brien, and costs him 5 to $6 million more per year. And he just can't assess talent. He Resigns yeah. a position and then redrafts it the very next year in that draft. Thank you for the call. Yeah, so I, kind, the call. I, I half get your point, right? Like, as, uh, you're more fed up with the contract side of things, but assessing talent, I don't think that's an accurate statement whatsoever, right? The very first draft pick Brian Gutekunst made as the general manager was Jair Alexander. His first round picks have mostly been hits, right? Rashawn Gary's another one you can list off. Darnell Savage, we won't go down that road. Yeah. But yeah. Most of his first-round picks have been hits. The contract side I get being a little upset about, right? But you can't predict a torn ACL for Bakhtiari. The Devontae thing was definitely screwed up. But an assessor of talent, I mentioned earlier the low-risk, high-reward moves, right? Devondre Campbell, Rasul Douglas, he went and got the Smith Bros, and the first season they were in Green Bay, they were terrific. So I don't think he's a bad assessor of talent, but maybe an assessor of the dollar sign, sure, I can I can. He's not that. a good you know, draft. Uh, I'm not saying like, he's the best. Okay, in the league. I'm just saying because he's he's. I know he's hit on some first, but he's also missed some seconds, thirds, fourths, and fifths. I mean, we drafted J.K. Well, Scott and the a most long important snapper. first he took. The most important first he took was Jordan Love, and that right now is a complete whiff and a, a totally swing and a miss. And at and, this point, and right the now. way it works, unfortunately for him, is that's going to be the one that he's remembered by most. Even if Jair and even if Rashawn Gary become all pros the next three years. The Jordan Love situation, how Goody is going to be remembered. 800-990-3776. Again, 800-990-3776. We'll be back in two minutes hearing from you, the Scalzo and Brust family. We are presented by the world's greatest beer, Bud Light.